Jim, James, Tim. What's his name? I wrote it down. Jeff. <laughs> Please welcome Jeffrey Lord. Oh, this is for the Jeffrey this Lord show? The- Lord, really? I thought Jeffrey Lord was kind of like a real guy. How are you supposed to be a strong, thrilling, powerful warrior and lover with a name like this? It is like a weak ejaculation. Okay. <laughs> Jeff. The Lord is the gatekeeper of all music in Fort Worth. Oh, Jeffrey. If you don't love the Lord, you're effing F. If you don't love the Lord, you're fucking fuck. If you don't love the Lord, you're fucking fuck. If you don't love the Lord, you're fucking fuck just like a whore. If you don't love the Lord, you're fucking fuck. Like, really, is this the level that you sunk to, Lord? So I'm done with Jeffrey Lord. Hey, hey, welcome everybody. Welcome to the show. This is the Funky Town Podcast, and I am your host, Jeffrey Lord. Oh, thanks everybody. You're so kind. So kind. I love it. Love the Lord, you're F and F. That's right, Susie. That's very true. Very, very true. Don't you forget it. All right, we got a big show tonight. Big, big show tonight. And I'm going to repeat everything. Repeat everything. So you get it inside your little head. Your little head. The interview tonight is going to be with Andrew Turner from the Fort Worth Roots podcast. That's Andrew Turner from the Fort Worth Roots. I'm not really going to repeat everything twice. I'm just messing around. It was April Fool's this week, so I'm in a prankster mode. <coughs> I'm really not in a prankster mode. That just sounded like the right thing to say at that moment. Anyways, <coughs> we do a big show. The interview tonight is with Andrew Turner from the Fort Worth Roots podcast. And... If you haven't listened to the Fort Worth Roots podcast, um, go back, scroll through the list and uh, find somebody, there's going to be somebody on there that you're interested in. This dude's um, interviewed a bunch of different people, a lot of really cool folks around town, some musicians, some business owners, some politicians, just writers. It's, he's already got, uh, he's like, I think 60 some odd episodes in, he's already got a nice little, um, guest list that he's had on his show it's really cool he's he's a very cool guy i really enjoyed talking to him and i think you'll enjoy the interview so stick around to the end of the show right before the interview we're going to have um a new song by joe savage and before that we're going to talk about something that denver's doing that's really cool coming up real soon so you're going to want to hear about this you're going to want to make sure you're at this event and if that wasn't enough of a tease there's also an unreleased you can't find it unless he sent it to you he sent it to me and said hey man check this out and he sent me the theme song for what he's doing so what he's doing has a theme song and it's pretty freaking awesome so like i said it's unreleased you can't find it it's a demo version so you'll get to hear it here first and then uh before we get to all that we will start off the show with um Talking a little bit about what I got to do last night. It was one of those nights where it's like, you really love being in Fort Worth, but you also kind of hate being in Fort Worth because there's like a couple of really cool things going on at the exact same time and you want to be at both places and you can't, but you still try. So that's what I did last night. I started off at Mass, got there and was able to see... um, the Professor Fuzz 63 play, which I like, and I haven't seen them in a while. So they were awesome. Then I got to um, visit with some friends, 
And then I ran over to Twilight. I didn't get to see any of the Kush at Mass, so I ran over to Twilight, and I was able to catch um, Boss Riot. I hadn't seen them before, and they were fantastic. They were, they were just, they were awesome. I was hoping they'd be awesome, and they were. So that was that was really really cool. I, I stuck around. I got to um, talk to Doc Rock for just half a second before the traumatics went on, and then saw uh, most of their show, and it was incredible, man. They had a really good night. They had um, an energetic crowd. I saw Tom and Susie um, Gakowski. I always like seeing them around. They're very cool to me. I think they're the coolest. And then um, Sean Russell was there with Honey Russell. It was her birthday. So Honey and Susie and some of the girls were all down there, and they're all dancing. So they had, you know, it's always cool whenever a band's playing and you got people dancing in front of you. It's awesome. And then from there, we went over to, I got a message um, saying, hey, Jeff, they're setting up a gravy fountain here at Mass. So I'm just like, I'm on my way. Got over there and got inside. And when I walked in, there was a bunch of people sitting around with little paper plates, eating steak fingers with gravy, mashed potatoes. So it was the Methinks. It was a Marlin and Trash Pockets birthday on April 1st. Yesterday was April 2nd. So they had their big birthday bash up at Mass, complete with... Steak, steak fingers, mashed potatoes, and a gravy fountain. They also had ranch and uh, Chick-fil-A sauce in case you weren't a gravy person. But who's not a gravy person? That was, dude, the Methinks are so freaking cool. I've, they've had chili dogs, corn dogs, the gravy fountain. You just never know what kind of delicacies you're going to get when you go to a Methinks show. So I showed up in time for the gravy fountain and to see Marlin's new cape. And to see the Methinks rock our faces off. So in the honor of the Methinks and the uh, birthday for Trash Pockets and Marlin, um, for those April Fools, we have the first song of the night. I decided last night, I was like, I'm going to play one of the songs they play in, in, in the set list. So I'm like, oh, they're playing Rock Def. I'm going to play Rock Def. Or they're playing Mr. Dude. I'm going to play Mr. Dude. And, you know, they're just going through all their hits. I'm like, oh, no, no, this one. Oh, no, no, this one. They played God Bless Haltom City. And I love this song. So I'm like, ah, they played it. I'm playing it on, on the show. This song may be older than some of you listening out there. But. The song is great, so we're going to listen to God Bless Haltham City, and we're going to go into a brand new one from the Cutthroat Finches in honor of Honey Russell's birthday, since she's connected to Sean Russell. But it's a brand new song. It was recorded live at Mass. Speaking of Mass, bam, here we go. Cutthroat Finches, Bad Habit. And then right after that, if that wasn't enough, we're going to hit you with a new song from Joe Gorgeous. I haven't heard one from them in a while. haven't seen them in a bit. These dudes are great. And then after... Um, Vietnamese coffee from Joe Gorgeous. I'll be back to talk to you about Denver. So stay tuned. God bless Haltham City on the Funky Town Podcast.
Throat Finch's Bad Habit. We got it. And now for more, 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 for more new music first. We have Joe Gorgeous. Love these dudes. Glad they're back with a brand new one. This is called Vietnamese Coffee. My signal fades into white. Shades Mainline and normal See that we are 
how to open up and shut my mouth A reason to wake up is all I found I'll let you know when I come down Brand new one from Joe Gorgeous, Vietnamese Coffee. What a great freaking tune. Man, Joe Gorman knows how to write a song. He's got a really good sense of a uh, melody and stuff so i want to tell you about um a thing coming up on april 11th with denver williams but before i do that i want to brag on my daughter for a second she's one of her pieces one of her pieces of art that she painted for our, probably i think a uil competition um not only did she medal in the uil competition which is really cool she got her picture selected to be displayed at the central library downtown along with a bunch of other artists at um in the Fort Worth Independent School District, the high schoolers. And so we went up there today to see to see it. It was really, really cool. You walk in and it had just just art everywhere, paintings, drawings, sculptures, all kinds of stuff, and from all the different schools, from Southwest, Southeast, Pasco, Arlington Heights, Trimble Tech, I mean, just all the Fort Worth schools. And we went over and found her school and was able to pick out her picture. Oh, there, there she is, took a picture of it. I need to post it. Really proud of her. So it's super cool. If you're into that kind of thing, the Fort Worth Library downtown is displaying all the artwork from um, all the local high school students. And uh, it's pretty cool. Speaking of fun, cool things to do on April 11th at the Post at River East, Denver Williams is doing a supernatural comedy music spectacular. It's called The Dark Side of the Country Science Rainbow. The other day I was doing something and I get a text message from Denver and it's um, an audio file of this song. He says, just a demo. They don't have the finalized version yet, but um, he said it was cool if I played it on the show because I was like, this is awesome. So um, I'll have that coming up for you in a second, but the dark side of the, of the uh, country science rainbow is Jesus. On April 11th, they'll be doing a live improvisational comedy and music overdubbing of the Country Music Awards Ceremony. Lots of your favorite musicians, comedians, and people working together to bring you a night of magic and awe. A big-ass projector. Lots of special guests, including famous NASCAR driver Derb Strongfast Jr. They have Rocky Mountain Oysters while supplies last. Free Rocky Mountain Oysters while supplies last. So if they're free, you know they're not going to last. Uh, you get a good slapping from Bill Smith. So Brian Breckenridge, Charles Marchbanks, there's a whole bunch of people. Keegan McEnroe, uh, Joe Tacky did the flyer, BK Lovell, uh, Peter Ryinga, um, just tons of folks. Find the flyer, look, at, look it up on Facebook, Dark Side of the Country Science Rainbow, coming up April 11th at the Post River East. And here is the song that goes along with it from Denver Williams. Well, I'll meet you on the dark side of the country science rainbow Where light beer flows from the mouth of God And the world is our pasture and we're all high on shrooms We're gonna drive these pickup trucks to the moon Take off your shoes and your icky-breaky blues You got nothing better to do and you got nothing to lose It's like a crusty pair of unmatched socks Where country meets hip-hop 
So strap on in and feast your mind on this unholy paradox And meet you on the dark side of a country science rainbow Where light beer flows from the mouth of God And the world is our patch it's a natural disaster We're gonna drive these pickup trucks to the moon Country Won't you take me to the place that's devoid of God's grace? Somewhere where it ain't no sin to French kiss an alien. And you can eat bologna while you're riding on your pony. Ride your pony on a surfboard in an active volcano. And I'll meet you on the dark side of the country science rainbow. Where light beer flows from the mouth of God Now we're coming at you Like a natural disaster We're gonna drive these pickup trucks to the moon Sweet Caroline That I'm coming home And I'm about to lose my mind I'll meet you on the dark side Of the science country rainbow Where light beer flows From the mouth of God And we're all high on street And we're all high on street Gonna drive this pickup truck To the moon Drop this pickup truck to the moon. Country science rainbow. Country science rainbow. You can get 
got a head left behind A lot of people drinking, swallowing down their time Gathered round an empty cistern, and everybody's drunk Not a thirsty man, knowing what he wants Sound guy will get you stoned, bartender take you home If you're lucky, that is, or if you don't get hit They say the pay'll be fair, a honky-tonk guarantee Say the beer's on us, don't make a fuss, and the liquor ain't free Sound guy will get you stoned, bartender take you home If you're lucky that is, or if you don't get hit They say the pay'll be fair, a honky-tonk guarantee They say the beer's on us, don't make a fuss, and the liquor ain't free A brand new one from Joe Savage Oh, and it was called Honky Tonk Guarantee. You can find that on Apple Music, Spotify, wherever you find your music at. I wanted to make sure. I usually don't come back right before the interview, but um, I wanted to make sure that you guys knew that was a brand new one by Joe Savage and you could where you could find it at. And I also wanted to talk for like just a couple of minutes before we jump into the interview. Like I said at the beginning of the show, um, the interview is going to be with Andrew Turner. He's a podcaster, does Fort Worth Roots podcast. We talk about when he started and um, lots of the folks that he's had on and um, some of the different events coming up. Lots of good stuff in here. He seems really cool. Um, I highly recommend his show. I try to listen to as many local podcasts as I can. There's too many for me to listen to them all. Um, and so I kind of will jump around and go from one to one to one. And I know how it is. I've had people tell me before, it's like, Hey man, I really like what you're doing with the podcast. I don't get to listen to all of them, but I always look and see who you're having on and what you're doing. And it sounds cool. It sounds interesting. When I do get a chance to listen, I always like it. I'm like, that's cool. I understand people can't listen to every single one. Um, so, but there are a lot of really cool ones out there. And Fort Worth Roots has been one of the regular ones that I've been going to a lot more lately. If you know me, you know I listen to the Jerry Jonestown Massacre I have for years and years and years. They're my buddies. Um, Fort Worth Famous started up right after I'd stopped doing it, and it's Susie and her daughter Ivy, and of course I listen to them. Um, I always try to check out Robotuner, his insignificant podcast. Super funny, him and his his girl and um, her brother and kid and... Um, it's always interesting. He mentions the Funky Panther. I've listened to a few of them. Um, it's not one of my go-tos. When I listen to it, I, I think it's really good. I just have kind of run out of time in, in the day for all the different podcasts that I listen to. And there's another one called Local Obscene, which I'm going to listen to tomorrow for sure because they just had Uncle Toasty on. Um, and again, that's one of the ones where it's like I try to listen to it when I can. I always listen if I know the band that's, that's on there. Um, that dude's a trip. This podcast is a trip. Give it a listen. But I just, but I really wanted to say to all this was, um, um, I don't know, I feel like me and Andrew Turner are kind of a 
a kindred spirit. You know, he felt like he started the, the podcast because he just loved the the city and wanted to share with people how cool the city was and how cool the people in the city are. And that's kind of why I started doing it way back when. And um, so it was a lot of fun to talk to him and get to know him a little better. So I hope you enjoy the interview. Check out his, his podcast, Fort Worth Roots. I listen to it on um, Apple Podcasts, but wherever you find podcasts, you can find it there. Whatever social media you're into, Facebook, Instagram, whatever, you can find it, Fort Worth Roots. The dude's on top of all that kind of stuff. He's got it going. Um, so without further ado, let's give old Andrew Turner a call. Now it's time for our interview. Hey, Jeff. Hey, Andrew Turner. Yes, sir. What's going on? Oh, not too much, man. You doing all right? Yeah, just got back to the house. I uh, I had an interview that kind of went long, so I was freaking out trying to get to the house so I could talk to you. Oh, funny. So you just got finished recording a show on your own? Yeah, yeah, just got that wrapped up, and then it wasn't too far. I was down uh, off of 7th Street, so not too bad. I'm over here on the west side. So. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was looking at, um, so uh, like I said, I'm sure that at some point I've already mentioned it in in the podcast, but just in case, and plus it's my own thing, so I have to do it or I'll feel like I'm off the whole time. We're talking to Andrew Turner from the Fort Worth Roots podcast. Yes, um, sir. Yeah, and I was—I always listen to you um, on my phone when when I'm working. Um, uh-huh. I don't watch too many of the YouTube podcast ep- no. ep- episodes. Nobody um, does. I know. I don't think I. I was like, I wanted. I decided I did that for like three or four weeks. I'm like, man, nobody does this. This is too much work for not any use. <laughs> yeah. But um, well, thanks for listening, man. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. No, no problem at all. But it, it was interesting. So I don't think I. I might have picked this up, but then I f- f- forgot, and I was reminded when I was watching the YouTube video. So, do you go to each location? You don't. You don't have them come to your house or your your studio. It's, it's whatever works for my guests. So okay, I've got I've got my home studio, and uh, that's you know whatever. But uh, it works really well. It's it's comfortable enough. Um, it's somewhere to set up the roadcaster, so uh, it works. It's, it's nothing special, but it doesn't have to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, sometimes my guests, uh, they've got an office, they've got a studio, they've whatever. So we, we've even gone to uh, live events like uh, Joe Savage had the Sunday Open over there at Playground. Yes. And uh, so we went and we tried to do the damn thing there. And it was uh, five different musicians that, that did a episode 62. And it it was okay. Um, it was a really weird idea to begin with, but I mean, there's loud music in the background and I'm trying my best to stay on topic and it it was just, it was difficult. It was a difficult environment. But other than that, most of these have just been, you know, no problem at all. Wherever we decide to put that roadcaster, totally fine. That's awesome. So far, my favorite place to put the roadcaster has been at the ISIS theater um, that they rebuilt uh-huh. um, down there in the stockyards. That place is so badass. And I've gotten to uh, record with Betsy Price and Jeffrey Smith, the owner of downtown Cowtown uh, ISIS theater. So 
um, that's just a really badass location. <laughs> no, that's, that is awesome. Um, yeah, I never, when I started doing the Funky Town podcast, it was years ago, and I did it for, I think, five or six years straight, and then decided not to do it anymore. And then I didn't, and then right after I stopped is when COVID hit. And I think right after that yeah. is whenever you started. And then, yeah, well, it, you know, I had I had plans before COVID hit to to get into it, and I was kind of trying to figure out what I was going to name it, and you know what it was going to be about. And I knew I wanted to do a podcast, and I I didn't really get the details ironed out until probably April um, of 2020, and then um, I started putting things into motion, and we didn't launch until I think August of that year. So I, I know that a bunch of people launched podcasts during COVID. I hate that I'm going to be lumped into that group, but <laughs> oh, yeah, well, you know, um, that's the one. That's that's the one thing I I that I didn't do. I was like, in the whole time, I I missed it. I was really jealous. Like I should have. This would have been the perfect time to be doing it, um, especially with the setup that I have here with the phone, where I can call people. It's like nobody has to come in or anything like that. Um, so I was kind of jealous, you know, but when when I decided to come back and start doing it again, because when I did it, okay, that's sorry, that's where I was going. When, when I did it before, a few, few, few years ago, there was a crew of us. It was like me and then I had um, Joe Tacky who would run um, sound and stuff. We did it over at his house. He had a little home, you know, studio. And then um, Zach was like the little sidekick and we would, we played games. And so it was like a little entourage kind of a deal or whatever but we went to a few we went to a few live spots we did the fort worth weekly music awards and and things like that dude those are some of the most fun but they're really hard because of the audio it's just i mean it's just that it is what it is so i I think you know that going in whenever you hear these because i love doing it i would have like four five six seven eight ten bands that night come on and do different interviews and stuff and just talk and people are drinking and having a good time and you know um those are fun, like you like the one you did at at the playground. I, re- I really like doing those, j- just setting up somewhere in a bar, yeah, and getting the yeah. folks there to talk to you. Yeah, I've got some pretty fun ideas uh, for a mobile podcast studio. Um, right now, I've got just a ten by ten pop up pavilion and a bunch of banners and stuff. Um, but we're going to be going to the River Oaks, uh, excuse me, River Oaks. Springfest car show it's mm-hmm. on april 30th and it's going to be out at camp carter and are we recording right now yeah 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 and i was going to ask you about okay. that so yeah go ahead and, and plug it yeah, it sounds really uh, cool yeah no man it's going to be awesome so it's at 6200 sand springs road uh fort worth 76114 and the reason i'm being so ridiculous and reading off the address is because it's kind of hard to find um but it's tucked off camp carter YMCA Camp Carter is tucked off behind Burgers Lake. And you know where Burgers Lake is? Yes. Okay, I had no idea there was anything past Burgers Lake. I thought if you went any further, you were going to end up inside the prison. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's back, back, there's back a little, Yeah, there's a federal prison back there. Anyway, mm-hmm. no, there's Camp Carter, and it's huge. It's 360 acres. Anyway, yeah, it's going to be a free event for the public. Um and we're going to be out there. This is the first time I've brought the podcast out to like an event. You know, I've, I've, I've done a few other, well, I guess really the only other thing I've done would be the Joe Savage Sunday open at uh, playground. Mm-hmm. 
and I think I think that's it as far as going to events. We we did set up one time at a, a Panther City Lacrosse Club's media day before their inaugural game. Oh, that's cool. And man, it was cool as shit because we had um, the local news was there. There's all these really awesome people there, big names. And uh, so they set me up a little spot, and I've got the roadcaster, and I do, I think, five separate recordings, and I had maybe 40 minutes worth of uh, audio. And <laughs> we go to stand up, and I'm going to take a picture with the captain and a couple of the other teammates, and the captain kicks the damn uh, power cord out of the wall, and I lost the entire file. Oh, no. Dude, I'm still not over that. It was awful. It was awful. And we've tried to re-coordinate and get me in there with those guys to do another recording, but every single one of the guys that play on that team, none of them live in Texas. They all live in, like, Canada or New York. or I'm, Sure. It's crazy. So, <laughs> so you got to catch them when they're, when they're back here during season. Yeah, so that's the only, only other time I've gone to like an event. Um, so the River Oaks thing is going to be pretty cool. I'm I'm super excited about it. You should come out. Um, I'm going to have the equipment with me. So one of the things I'm going to be doing out there is just nabbing people and, and doing quick recordings with them. And so it's going to be fun. Os- Oscar Mayer Wienermobile is going to be there. Yeah, it's a big car show, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they'll have the Oscar Wienermobile. Cam Carter's cool. I think I stayed there. Um, Believe it or not, with the church thing, I think we had one of our oh, really? one of our um, overnights. Um, yeah, out out there, and it, it was really cool. Um, yeah, they've got like dormitories and, uh-huh. and the archery and the rock climbing and. Yeah, yeah. I, I when I so I was on the bike, I was on my motorcycle, and I'm just kind of tooling around. I'm like, surely I can find this place. And it seriously, it took me a minute to find it. But when I got back there, I roll into this gate, and there's, like, nobody around. I don't know where if I'm supposed to check in or what. So I just roll up in there, and uh, I don't get very far into it. And on the right-hand side, there's this, like, row of girls with bows and arrows, and they're shooting at dinosaurs. There's, like, some dinosaur targets that they're, like, launching launching arrows at. And, you know, I'm I'm like, what did I just roll into? So, um, but, yeah, I just a lot of random stuff out there but there's so much room you could literally do anything you wanted to out there that's awesome and that's april 30th april 30th yep you gotta you gotta come out there man come see me um yeah so it was it was um it was a running joke there for a while in my in my house it's like we were um kind of tuned into the same algorithm and it's probably just facebook but it's like i I would think about um yeah i think i'm gonna have so-and-so on on the podcast and the very next week it's like so-and-so was on the 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 roots podcast and i was like is this guy bugging my house how's he getting my guests before i even have a chance to call him you know i was um there was a time i wanted to get mana on and i didn't reach out to her and but she was doing like all this stuff and i was like i don't know she seems so busy right now i hate to 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 ask her to, to, to come on because she was talking about she had to leave to go do this and she was doing something for a TV yeah. show and then she had a big I'm show up in town. Yeah, well, you know, that's what you got to do. So don't even... Um, <laughs> but I was like, yeah, I think I'm going to leave her alone, you know, whatever. And then, yeah, it wasn't just a few weeks later, you know, she was on, on, on your podcast. I was like, dang it, that's me. That should have... I should have, you know, struck when the iron was hot or whatever. But no, I'm always... Well, I always watch it and stuff because um, 
uh, most of the folks on there that that, that you, you have, I don't know. So it's super in, in, interesting. Um, Cause I usually grab from just the local South side musician for the most part, kind yeah. of people that are around here or whatever. Like you grab the guy from the ISIS, the Fort Worth lacrosse club, the mayor or the ex mayor, old mayor, um, you know, mm-hmm. all these different folks. The one I just listened to t- t- today was the adoption one. And it actually had me crying yeah. at, at one point, some of the stories that she was telling. Oh that, my was, God. that was a great one. Yes. Thank you. I, I'm actually really proud that we got to do something like that. Um, I I try not to direct the flow of what Fort Worth Roots is going to be, um, but that's the direction I try to lean towards or, or charities and things like that. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, man, it is so hard to get like charitable organizations to come talk about their shit. And I don't know what that's about, but really? anyway, uh, Tanya is such a sweetheart and she was so nice and, and she was very eager to get on and talk about what she does. And, uh, to be honest with you, I didn't know that it was going to be that impactful of an episode. But um, w- once I got done with editing and 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 got ready to publish that episode, I'm like, my God, like it it really had some substance to it for sure. So uh, yeah, thank you, I appreciate that. It, that was a very special episode for me. No, um, and I think if there's but, anybody that was even kind of on the fence about ad- 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 adopting or whatever, if they if they hear hear that ep- episode, they'll totally go in head for because i was like i never even thought about it. i was like man i kind of want to adopt now these poor kids you know yeah you should. i know crazy and then you know also the uh i i've had it in my head forever that adoption is so expensive that you know for somebody like me there's no way i could ever do it um but that's simply not true and i know that now and anybody that listens to episode 69 is going to know that now. So that's, that's great. That's, and, and I like doing stuff that's going to educate the public too. I don't, I don't want this to be a, uh, you know, BBC um, educational program, but it, it is, I, I'd like it when that happens, whenever information comes through these channels, I do appreciate it. No, I look, I, I, I appreciate it as well. I, I didn't know that. And that was one of the things that I, I told, I told, told, told my wife, I was like, yeah, she was saying, you know, that if you, you know, if you adopt from the, from the state foster, you know, system or whatever, she goes, it doesn't cost anything. It costs you your background check and any kind of stuff like that, all the paperwork. She goes, but it doesn't cost you anything. And as, as, as a matter of fact, she said, the kid's medical is paid for in full until they're 18 and they have uh, free tuition to state schools whenever they turn eight, 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 18 i'm like that's amazing that's really really good you know that helps a family you know as well well so, yeah and you're really setting that kid up for success too, yeah. which is you know that's so awesome so um yeah it was, it was really great but i also i wanted to tell you this you'd mentioned that you know i've nabbed up some of the people that you want to interview but um with with anything else out there including podcasting where you know Anyway, the the short version of what I'm trying to tell you is you should still approach these people and you should still interview them because nobody is going to do it uh, the same way that Jeff Lord's going to do it, you know? I think you're exactly right. No, I I think so. And some of these um, folks want to do multiple um, podcasts because I guarantee you there are some listeners that I have that probably haven't listened to your show and there's people that listen to your show that have listened to my show um, and, you know, and they may not ever, but at least if we do have the same guest on that guest, at least reached two different groups, you know, and so it's good for them as well. 
No, it's great. And I, I promise you, you know, I'm looking at my lineup right now and any of these people from the Fort Worth area, you know, I, I, uh, I moved down to Austin for a little bit. So I've got some really excellent episodes from some Austinites mm-hmm. uh, from my trip down there. But any of these Fort Worth artists that are on my podcast would love to uh, to be on your show because, like you said, you know, there's a desire there for them to to get their message out. And uh, if all they have to do is sit down and have a conversation with you, they're they're definitely going to do it. So. Yeah, yeah. No, I think um, I had uh, Paul and Carrie Smith reach out to me um, about playing <laughs> about playing some of their music, um, and they're great. Yeah, I don't I, I don't yeah. know who they I I never met them before. I didn't know their music until your you, show, and and they reached out. Yeah. You, you will not meet two nicer people. They're yeah. just, they're awesome. We, I love Carrie and uh, Paul. They're, they're great. We've, since we did that episode, I've been out to see him play live once, but I, I can't wait to see him play again. So yeah, you should definitely, uh, bend their ear and get them on your show. Cause, uh, that, that's going to be a great episode. And then, um, then I've had Matthew on a, 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 a couple of times and Joe Savage. Um, he was a regular. I had him on every, the first of January every year for like four years, five years in a row. And then, uh, um, <laughs> he was one of the first people that I, I interviewed when I came back and did it again. And so when it came mm-hmm. to be the, that time I was like, ah, I'm not going to ask Joe to come, come on because I just had him on like a month ago or whatever. And then, um, yeah, it was like new year's show Fort Worth roots, Joe Savage. I'm like, this son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> it's totally just random. You know what I mean? It has nothing to do with, yeah. with anything. I thought that's so much fun. And that's one of the reasons why I wanted to get, to get you on. I'm like, I think the universe kind of wants me to meet this guy. Cause we're, you know, yeah. we're kind of in the same, uh, zeitgeist or yeah. with, with some of the yeah. you know, folks. We're, we're, and Joe Savage yeah, is great. I love Joe. Joe's great. Yeah, yeah he uh, he just left for his trip, I think. I know. And see, the cool thing with this phone thing here, I think I'm gonna like wait a week or so and maybe try to reach out to him or two, two weeks and see if I can interview him while he while he's there and in, in the middle of it. Yeah, I think. That I hope that's fine. not. Too, hope that's not gonna be like a crazy expensive phone call. Do, is it? I don't know. I've never called. I thought you could just call anywhere you wanted to with your cell phone. It wouldn't cost nothing. Well, I don't. Maybe that's changed. Maybe I'm dating myself. But like, I know whenever I was deployed overseas, like. Man, it was expensive to call home, but uh, you know, fortunately, you, you, there were a lot of organizations that were, you know, paying for uh, uh, phone cards and things like that. So it was just a huge pain in the ass. And then, like the uh, the USOs over there, you could go in there and use their phones, and you had to dial like this phone number, and then turn and then pun- punch in this code, and and then they would connect you with the local Air Force base for that area code, and then that Air Force base would transfer your phone it was a i'm telling you it was a huge pain in the ass and then and then you had a time limit you could only talk for like 15 minutes but they were doing all that because to call from from overseas all the way back to the u.s was so expensive man yeah so i didn't even know i don't know maybe it's not like that anymore i don't know i yeah i mean i, I just assume that I'm, I'm not an international <laughs> man and i don't have any international friends so i've never had any reason to call you know anybody so yeah. I, I probably should find that out before but if he has his cell phone well it still has to go through all the yeah i, I probably yeah. should check into that because i'll wait for him to come <laughs> back home and then i'll talk to well, him <laughs> you know yeah, I, I don't know i love the idea of uh, connecting with joe you know while he's in the middle of that because that's that's gonna be awesome That'd be cool. um i want i want to go with him next year so because he says he's gonna do it every year yeah he's done a before this is the second time i think yeah and so yeah i bet he will 
Um, now, so one of the guests that you just had on, um, I guess it was last week, was Mark A. Nobles, the Fort Worth yes, author. Yes, the prolific Mark A. Nobles. Dude, that dude was awesome. And, and um, oh, and I wanted to, 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 to tell you, um, you posted something, I think, on Facebook where you took a picture and you're like, hey, the CVS on Camp Bowie um, has these books. And it was like the next day I was I happened to be right next to that <laughs> to, 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 to Camp Bowie. So I went in there, I, I walked inside it. And not only was there the, uh, the Fort Worth Rock and Roll Roots book, there was also like books on different restaurants, all kinds of Fort Worth books that were in there. I didn't even, you yeah. know. And so I picked that up. So keep doing that kind of stuff because that stuff works. I didn't know that it was there. And I wanted that, that book, so I went and got it the next day. How, how damn and, cool is that? Yeah, and it's, awesome. it's so great. It's a great, great book. And um, his interview was really good and i came for the rock and roll part but whenever he was talking about um we're for smoke yeah that was that was super interesting and i have to get that book now did you did you get it no no i i haven't you, but I'm oh, to get it you, you gotta get that book um and for your listeners they can find we're we are we're for smoke uh by mark a nobles on amazon um to, to get a copy of this, but that was, that is such an incredible, uh, you, you know, you can look at history through the lens, uh, of, of any perspective, but this one is told through the lens of Fort Worth. And so is rock and roll roots, mm-hmm. uh, another Mark, Mark A. Nobles. And, and to hear about, you know, just the way history unfolded from Fort Worth's point of view or perspective, it, it's just so much fun. I don't know. I, I I like to read, but I like to read a lot more when it's got something in it that I can relate to. So um, I, I just, I don't know. I thoroughly enjoyed it. And then getting to sit down with the author and have a podcast with him. Yeah, that's cool. Man, yeah. It was the best. I, I really, I, I, I'm reading another, well, I, I shouldn't lie to you. I've got another book of his that I haven't gotten into yet, but it's called Metaphor in a Hat. I don't know anything about it other than it's a bunch of shorts. And um, once I get that one read, um, I'm going to have to sit back down with them because it, it really was a cool experience to read through a book and then actually get to sit down and pick the author's brain. I loved it. No, I, I think that's neat. And that's one of my favorite things about doing the, the, the podcast because I'm really into like local music. So most of what I do um, is local bands and stuff. But I'll, I mean, I'll venture out and, and talk to anybody in town the ones to come sure. on but my strong point is the music and the reason is because i love to listen to a record and then sit down and go man i really like this song you know what did you mean here or whatever it's it, it's it's so cool to be able to talk to the person who made this and ask some questions yeah. about it or even just praise them or whatever it is um and so yeah i can imagine that you know reading a book and then having the author sit down is the same type of deal you're like oh yeah, I mean, you're never going to understand exactly where their mind was at whenever they wrote that song or or uh, wrote that book um, until you actually get to sit down and pick their brain. I mean, Joe, some of his music, you know, we, we've sat here and talked about Joe Savage's uh, art and, and some of the lyrics in his songs. And, you know, once he starts talking about where it came from, it completely changes the song, mm-hmm. you know. You know, you can listen to it and enjoy it. And, oh, yeah, that's catchy. And, and then he starts explaining his lyrics. You're like, oh, shit, that's deep. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love that. All right, Joe. Yeah. No, that that is cool. Um, oh, the uh, the other part of the book that I thought was really interesting, y- y'all talked about the um, the flag. 
And so I guess back in the day, it was really, um, it was prestigious for your town to be an industrial town. So if you had a lot of smoke in your town, a lot of soot and all that kind of stuff, that meant that you were a town of industry. It's progress. You're, you're on right. the, on the up and up. And so their flag had the skyline and it had the, um, it was all just filled with the black clouds over the, over the, the downtown building, whatever. And then it says we're for smoke. And it was the campaign mm-hmm. to bring industry in. I was like, huh, that is so interesting. You know, yeah. that was one of the, yeah. and that's not in the book. Yeah. I found that out <laughs> so, on your show. Yeah. Right. So, um, yeah, I've, I've actually got a copy of it in my hand right now. And that flag, you know, you're looking at it and honestly, I didn't spend a lot of time studying that thing, but he picks up the book and, he starts talking about that. I'm like, oh, that is smoke. I, I didn't even, I didn't connect it. I knew, I, I was hoping that somewhere in the book, we're for smoke would be explained in the book. And mm-hmm. it wasn't. And so he starts talking about the flag. And I'm like, oh, yeah, the flag. Okay, on the front. And he points out the smoke above the city. I'm like, oh, okay. Now it makes sense. Like, yeah. Well, and, and our our minds are not geared to to see that like i i couldn't identify that as smoke because why would anybody depict their city um with smoke billowing out of these buildings like that it just it it didn't even register with my head that that's what that was because it's such a different time back then that yeah we were bragging about how black our sky was because the city was prosperous (laughs) and and this is where you want to raise your kids because it's an economic boon and yeah and yeah, you need to move here. <laughs> Anybody else in, in like, you know, this day and time, you know, even 80 years ago, if the city was covered in smoke, you didn't want to be there. Yeah. It's crazy. So, yeah. Now, Changing of the time. I wonder if, if they actually have that flag somewhere, like in a museum around town or hanging. Well, all, every everything that Mark Noble's got for, for this book and for, um, well, probably all of his books, but Fort Worth Rock and Roll Roots. Um, he cites the newspaper, the Fort Worth Public Library. I mean, he, he gets all of this stuff from uh, from local publications and resources. So you could absolutely, I'm sure, hell, you might even be able to Google it. But, yeah, you, you could definitely find this flag. Well, I tried Googling it, and a lot of it comes up with, with his book. And the cover of the book, I think, is a picture. Of the, oh, you know, okay. it's like there's a picture. I think you know, like a stack of photos, and like one of the top photos is a picture of the flag. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, exactly. um, so I, I was wondering if that flag even still exists anywhere. The actual fabric flag that they used to fly that would be an excellent question yeah. for Mister Nobles. Yeah. Um, do you like the city flag now? Because I think the city flag now is really cool. Just, um, with just a be... just a longhorn with the Fort Worth above it. I'm pulling it up right now because you you got me. I, I don't even know what it is. I think that's Fort what it is. Is it? Isn't it the? Uh, isn't it just the white? And it has like the brown longhorn. Yeah. No, you're right. Okay. okay. Yeah. As soon as I saw that, I'm like, all right. Yeah. It's yeah. white flag, blue lettering, Fort Worth, and then yeah, it's got the brown longhorn across the front. So. It's, just, it's just simple. I think it's cool. I think simple. it's. I think it's really cool. And I always liked the, the. Uh, as the motto where the West begins. I'm like, that's a cool little, you know, saying for your town. Yeah. Um, I've, I found, and just when I Googled Fort Worth flag, just below it, um, the Fort Worth flag is a horizontal triber of light blue, white and green stripes and a, uh, 
proportions of two, three, two. None of that matters. Anyway, there's a picture right here of uh, of the that that flag that you're looking at on the book. But oh. it's yeah, it's not. I don't know. But anyway, it says we're for smoke and all re- all roads lead to Fort Worth. They yeah, to- that's what it said. All roads lead to Fort Worth. <laughs> I think that's cool. Um. All right, man. So what do you got going on, man? What's uh, what's next for your podcast? Let's talk about you. Well, this is what's next for for, for my podcast, you. <laughs> All right. I like yeah. it. Um, yeah, no. On, is, uh, going into to any events in the near future? We're going to go to the Panther City, um, or the Panther City, the Psychedelic, Psychedelic? Panther. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's going to be awesome. You know, we've had Joe on. I was actually uh, editing his episode today, uh, Joe Guzman. Yeah, he's cool, huh? Yeah, he's an awesome dude. Uh, he's now my spiritual advisor. <laughs> that, hey, that's that's good. We had a little spiritual moment too whenever we talked. <laughs> <laughs> he's a he's an awesome guy. I, I can't wait to have him back on the show. But yeah, he's he's worked tirelessly to get this uh, event going, and I have the notes right here since you brought it up. But that's going to be April fifteenth through the seventeenth, Maine at Southside. Mm-hmm. They're going to have twenty nine bands on two stages. They're going to have food vendors, art vendors. And uh, Matthew Broyles is actually flying in an old bandmate from a band he used to be in called Ah Pook the Destroyer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. That's that guy's coming in. Show. Yeah, he's coming in from Serbia. Oh, cool! Isn't that crazy? Yeah, you have a lot of good bands playing. Um, Phantom Ella's playing. Uh, Uncle Toasty's playing. Uh, the Robot Bonfire. The Professor Fuzz '63. Uh, is black market i think black market gardens playing um siamese hips i mean there's a ton these are all the four the four the fort worth bands plus they have bands coming out of dallas and denton as well so it's like a north yeah. texas tri-city you know it's gonna be cool the big heavens playing um yeah this weekend i'll probably go to i don't know if i'm gonna make it to mass on friday there's a really good show friday i don't know if you know who uh temporal distortions is if you ever have have a chance to talk to Anthony Sosa. He's the singer of that band, and he also does the Fort Worth Freedom Review podcast, which is like um, he covers all the local politics. So, oh, yeah, okay. it, 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 it's cool because he did. I mean, he did like they did the um, like the mayor's race, and they went through each candidate, talked about their platforms and this, that, and the other, and you know they did that for the city council races. It's really nerdy, but in local but it's it's awesome it's so cool um and he does another podcast too it's called as an artist where he just interviews folks as well very cool um but they're playing friday and then saturday at mass is the me thanks um birthday bash um two of the guys are april fools they're born on april 1st so they're having their birthday party (laughs) at mass on saturday and then i'm probably going to be um there and going over to twilight to see doc rock in the traumatics Doc Rock. Hey, that so that uh, that feeling you got about oh he's he's listening in to me. Um, I I, uh, I interviewed Doc Rock, and I guess did you just release an episode with him? Yeah, this week. Yeah, I was telling my fiance about that. I was like, uh, look, he got my Doc Rock. What the hell? <laughs> I was like, I got I got that one out first. Um, um, yeah, yeah, uh, really amazing dude. I mean, he he is he's done so much. He's so uh, accomplished. And uh, he's just a really laid back dude. I don't know. I, I think I kind of expected him to be kind of a kind of a egotistical dude, but he, he's just so laid back and such. Oh a, yeah, no, he seems yeah, he's totally accessible and 
you know, maybe even like a little goofy. He's, you know, super uh, yeah, friendly. Yeah. He's cool. He's real cool. I like him. I like him a lot. He comes from a, a good family, man. I, I got to uh, interview his brother about a week, two weeks before I interviewed him. Mm-hmm. And uh, man, he's, he's, he's just like Ken or, uh, uh, Steve, Steve is just like Ken. I mean, they're just very laid back. Both of them are insanely accomplished, and you just wouldn't expect them to be so nice. Yeah, I have, they are. I have Ken Scott on my list as far as people that I want to have on, and I've already talked to him. I spoke to him, so he told me to just reach out to him when I got a, a time and day. And yeah, no, you know. he, I'm sure he'd be happy to sit down with you. He's he's kind of a prolific podcaster uh, guest. Yeah, as it is, he's been on a ton of them. Man, I think he was on the local. Um, I listened to the the ticket, um, the sports r- r- radio station. It's funny because I'm not into uh-huh. sports, but I like I like that station. I've been listening for 25 <laughs> years. But um, I'm almost positive he was th- that um, they called him on on the afternoon show and talked to him one day. And I think oh, that's sure. I think that's the first time that I heard of him and knew that he was a local in town. You know, um, but yeah, he's a Ninja Turtle for anybody who doesn't know what we're oh, talking yeah. about. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, there there are people listening. Uh, Ken Scott is Raphael from the original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. He plays the part of uh, the the Ninja Turtle with the size. Yeah, I think that's so cool. He he was, he was the guy that wore the suit, and uh, man, that that that's an interesting story right there. Because there's so much that goes into the the creation of the Ninja Turtles that nobody was aware of. You know. Yeah. Um, it, it took three people to operate one of those suits. Somebody had to wear the suit. And the person wearing the suit was pretty much blind and couldn't talk. Um, and then there was a puppeteer that managed the eye movements, the mouth, uh, facial gestures. Oh, wow. Uh, and then there was a, a voice actor that played the, the voice. So It's so crazy. That's pretty wild, yeah. Um, yeah, so like whenever you do your podcast, you were talking on this last one here. You said, oh, you got, you know, you got a, a lot of editing to do. And you do a lot, so you have like a whole pile of shows that you have to yet to even put out yet. Right. Yeah. yeah. So like to, uh, today I'm going to release the one with Joe Guzman. That's episode 70. And as it is right now, if I released everything that I've got in the can, I would have uh, 80 episodes right now today. So I, and I, I'm trying so hard. I, I have a full-time job. Um, and, uh, I'm I'm doing these record. I hate telling people no. So the recordings, whenever somebody contacts me and says, "Hey, I'd like to be on your show," I feel like I have to take them on it. You know, I'm I I might push it a day or two, but I got to get out there and I got to do the recording. So what this has forced me to do is now I'm having to release two episodes a week. But I'm telling people, look, the Thursday releases those are extra. I don't know if I can keep that tempo. So Fort Worth Roots is a Monday release podcast like we will always release one on monday and if i can manage it you'll get an extra one on thursday <laughs> your little bonus on thursday that's cool yeah yeah because i you know i i don't want to have such a backlog that you know, trista morris did one with me not too long ago and uh, she actually messaged me the other day and she's like hey um what's up uh, do we need to re-record or is there a problem i was like no 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 everything's fine i just i have a backlog so anyway, I, I'm going to try to clear that backlog by doing 
two episodes a week until the backlog is gone. And then, you know, I'll, I'll eventually I'll just keep running into this where I'll have to do two, two a week until I clear the backlog. But uh, yeah, I, I just got back from an interview with uh, BMF. It's body machine fitness, I think. Hmm. Um, anyway, it's a really cool gym that they just opened up on seventh uh, street back in November. And this place is ridiculous. Like they have, Every workout that they do there, it's 45 minutes long, and it's a full-on presentation. They have uh, trainers there that aren't called trainers. They're called inter-trainers, like entertainer. Okay, okay. (laughs) Uh, But anyway, the ceiling is a grid of lights, and I mean, there's like waves that go across the room while you're working out, and all of it, the, the music, the lights, the presentation, all of it is coordinated. Um, and it takes them about four weeks from start to finish to put one of these uh, presentations together to put a new workout into the system. So every single one of their workouts is unique and individual throughout the month, and it's it's just crazy. I, you, crazy. You'll have to check it out, and uh, I'll, I'll try to remember to tag you whenever I put that episode out, but you just got to see what's going on with this place. Um, they only have two locations. Their first one was in Plano, and then um, they just opened this one up here in Fort Worth uh, about what, November. So, huh. um, but the the weirdest thing about it is they didn't decide that they were going to bring a gym to Fort Worth. The uh, they they weren't necessarily even thinking about branching out. And the people that own the building that they're in now went to them in Plano and said, "Hey." your business is exactly what we're looking for on seventh street. Would you consider putting a location here? Oh, really? That's and, interesting. Yeah. They were requested. Anyway, it's, it's incredible. You, um, I, I'm pretty pumped to put that episode out. Cause the, the dude that I interviewed, he's the CEO uh, of the company. And I mean, he is just, he's on fire. He's, he's so energetic that it's a little bit overwhelming, but he's just a really nice guy and super full of just, love and gratitude and those are the kind of people i like being around so that's going to be another cool episode to put out very cool well i have one last question for you um i guess it'll be like a two-parter and the first part is do you listen to um any of the local podcasts and if so do you have a favorite so i uh i try to give everybody some attention because i i i understand the struggle you know you're trying to get your message out there and so we've got i want to say probably six to eight really solid podcasts uh, in the area. And I, I follow you pretty closely on social media. Mm-hmm. So I see what you're doing and I, I really like the direction your show's going. Your, your podcast is one of the ones that I look up to um, as far as inspiration. Oh, awesome. Uh, Thanks. The, the, yeah, absolutely, man. Um, and then I'm trying, I'm scrambling to think um, there is a, uh, I've almost got it. Uh, Is it the guys in the locker room? No, no, it's not them. It's uh, Panther something. Um, Damn, I am drawing a blank, uh, Oh, is it the Funky Panther? Yes, the Funky Panther. And uh, I just like the dichotomy of that group. Yeah. Um, You know, my – I hate to say this, but my podcast is a little more – I don't know if you'd call it rigid or – I don't know. I'm I'm older than them, so it's a little more adult, maybe. Or square. But, but it's like just, square, whatever kind of 
Straight okay, if you want to just go ahead, yeah, just go ahead and call me square. That's what? fine. It's better than rigid. <laughs> and I don't, and that, yeah, it don't necessarily mean square is a is a bad thing. You're just not wild ass. Yeah, I'm, you know. I'm messing with you, man. Yeah, but uh, yeah, they're they're just they're laid back, they're fun, they're nutty, and uh, so I I just I like what they're doing. They had a chance to go down to Austin for South by Southwest, and um, I I like their progression a lot. I guess um, right now. Whenever I look at local podcasts, I think I'm more drawn to their, uh, their their presentation and their social media presence and and how they're conducting themselves uh, with their show. Um, as far as content, I gotta say, probably my favorite podcast in Fort Worth right now is Fort Worth Roots. Um, <laughs> you gotta love what you do. No, but seriously, uh, Funky Panther that that's the one that I. I actively, uh, oh, what what they do this week? What what are those nerds up to, you know? Yeah. Now, what what are they getting into? So, but I tell you what, I'd really like to see is uh, a collaborative effort, and this is something that I'm working on, and I'm I'm surprised that you and I haven't talked about this, but I'd like to see some some collaborations between our Fort Worth podcasters because, like you pointed out at, at the, kind of the beginning of this episode, um, we're all kind of traveling in the same circles. We're talking to the same people and. Man, there's so many good people in Fort Worth, and it, it's what I love about our community. And I've traveled all over the world, and the reason I call Fort Worth home is because it is an excellent place filled with excellent people. And um, as podcasters, we can kind of be the the connecting tissue in between all these awesome things. You know, whether they're musicians, authors, you know, uh, indie filmmakers, uh, whatever. Sure, yeah, just totally. kind of find the good people, and then. Prop them up, you know. Let people know about them. Tell their stories. That, that, that's awesome. Yeah, we can. Um, we definitely should get together one day and, and kind of hang out and talk. Um, like one yeah. of my go tos is the Jerry Jonestown massacre. They were doing it probably about six oh, months yeah. or a year longer than me. Yeah, and they're kind of like you know. Um, are, are they still doing it? Yeah, yeah, they still do it every Tuesday, and they got their their YouTube show. But we um, we've always done stuff t- 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 together, and then. Um, um, there's a cat named RoboTuner. Um, he does RoboTuner's Insignificant podcast, and he's also um, the bass player singer for the Jet Noise. So he's a um, okay. He, he does both. Um, his shows are on Sundays, and so we always kind of do stuff t- 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 together. And then we have um, Susie. Um, she started a show a c- c- couple years ago called uh, Fort Worth Famous. Um, that her, and her oh okay and her daughter yeah. do yeah and so I mean we've so we've got like a little network that we've been doing for the last six seven years or whatever um, just That's kind cool. of playing with each other and listening to each other's shows and you know all all all, all that kind of stuff <clears throat> the Funky Panther is pretty new to me so I don't know those guys yet when I when, every time I listen I like the show I just I don't know them yet to to kind of tell the voices apart you know I, I you got to listen for probably four or five weeks in a row to really get into the chemistry of everybody and know all the different characters. And I haven't yeah. invested the time for that show yet, but I, I need to, because everybody just says that it's just the most fantastic show. They won the award last year for the best podcast and stuff. And so yeah, those guys are doing that. good. Yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah, we do. Um, now, now your friends together. over there, uh, uh, the Fort Worth famous, um, are they doing it again? Cause they, they kind of quit for a while, didn't they? They do it like every other I think it's like every other week, but sometimes it ends up where it's like 
three or four weeks before one <laughs> or whatever. So, okay. but yeah, but okay. And they and they've been pretty pretty regular lately, and so but no, they've never stopped as far as as far as I know. I think the yeah, only one I, I think the only one out of the group that stopped was was me, and I stopped for a couple of years, and then I brought it back doing doing it a little differently now with a kind of one man show or whatever. Yeah. Well, you know, and honestly, man, as hard as it is for me just to keep my shit together with one person like me, um, I can't imagine trying to wrestle with all this and try to match up schedules with with a crew. You know, one or two. Yeah, because like my fiance, sometimes she'll co-host with me, um, and those are the best episodes because I've got another person here to kind of field some extra questions and add yeah, a yeah another layer to the show, but. Um, even us living in the same damn house, we can't get our schedules to to line up to where she can co-host very often. So I I don't know how anybody does it with uh with more people on their show as as active uh, members of the, the the production. You know. Well, I think the main thing they do is they do it once a week. It's the same time every every week, so so you can schedule. You know, I do a show, or I, you know, like I got I got band practice or whatever it is. One day a week, I got right. to go to karate practice or whatever. And so, where you're just kind of like, man, I'm gonna do it every day or every day that you can or or have time. And that's why you have so many because it's like I don't even know I don't even know who next week's guest is gonna be yet. I'll finish this up and then I'll think eh, I, have, I have a couple ideas. It's not like I don't know at all. I just haven't reached out to anybody you know. yet. You know, well, um, I've always got it in my in the back of my head. Like, well, if if nothing else, I'll grab one of my friends up and I'll sit him in the chair. But that just ne- has never happened. I um, now you got plenty to choose from. You've got a long list. That's awesome. Well, and and this isn't me bragging as much as it is me complaining. But um, I. I don't go out and look for guests so much anymore because I I'm getting emails and messages mm-hmm. and, and people are wanting to be on the show, which is, you know, it's, it's, it's very, I'm honored to have that. Um, uh, I, I guess I'm, I'm at the, the next level of podcasting now. Cause I, I, I don't have time to look for guests anymore. They're, no, it's they're great. not going to hide now. Yeah, that's great. Um, but I, the, the reason I'm doing so many recordings is because I feel like I'll miss an opportunity if, if I say no. So. <laughs> and plus you never know what's going to happen as far as like, I mean, there's things that ha- happened to, to me where um, like I started to do this for three or four months and then ended up going in the hospital for like a week. And with, when I got out, I just didn't want to do it. So I didn't do it for like a whole month. Well, if I was in your right. shoes, I'd have 20 episodes backed up where I could still be releasing them. Nobody would even know. Right. Right. Know? No. And that, that legitimately that happened to me because I got sick with COVID and was hospitalized. And, uh, you know, while I was sick and while I was recovering and then a little bit after that, I didn't want to have anybody around me because I didn't want to risk getting anybody sick. So I stayed in this house like a hermit and uh, I, I didn't leave and uh, I just worked on the podcast. So, and I, you know, I had all those recordings stored up, so I was good. Yeah. I didn't have to worry about it. It's good. Well, man, it's been awesome talking to you. Uh, I'm honored that you had me on your show, dude. This is really, uh, I, I have not had very many people invite me on their show. So I genuinely appreciate that, and I'm I'm really hoping that we get to do something uh, in the future, whether it's you know podcast related or just having a beer or uh, you know maybe a project that we all get involved in. And you just need somebody to hold a camera. I'm I'm down. That'd so be cool. That'd be really cool. In. All right, and everybody can find you at FortWorthRoots.com. 
Yeah, and something I've noticed, and I want our Fort Worth uh, podcasters to get on board with this. Um, my show is growing a lot faster than someone's show that is not available on every platform. You can find Fort Worth Roots uh, podcast on just about every single platform out there. Um, and then under you know all the social media links, Fort Worth Roots, uh, just type that into your search bar and it should take you straight to the show. If that doesn't get it, type in Fort Worth Roots podcast. And if you'd like to talk to me about uh, the show or potentially being a guest, uh, my email is media at fortworthroots.com. Awesome. Excellent, man. Well, good show. Yeah, no, I definitely want to get together soon and, and do something, either whether it's just a beer or we'll play some mini golf or go fishing or, you know. We could do we could do beer while playing mini golf and fishing at the same time. I know a place. All right. That'll work. <laughs> All right, man. All right. It's good, um, again, to finally get to, to talk to you. And um, yeah. I should, I'll have this up. It'll be up um, Monday as well. Okay, Jeff. Well, you got my phone number, man. Don't be a stranger. Okay, right on. I appreciate it. Okay. All right, have later on. Night. All right, bye. 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 Hi, everybody. That's our show. Hope you had a good time. Hope you enjoyed the interview. Hope you enjoyed the music. We're closing the show out. This one um, was a guest of Andrew Turner's. His name is Frenchie. This is Frenchie's Blues Destroyer. Maricopa County Blues. Peace, you guys. Love you. See you next week. Last I'm sleeping away in Tennessee